Ogumbawale for the win. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard McDowell, reminding you you can follow us on Twitter at LockdownWBB. I got a great question from somebody on Twitter asking when the Friday conversation drops. Obviously, that drops Friday, but you should be subscribing to us so that you get every bit of women's basketball from Karina Mustafa, Erica Ayala, you name it. Great stuff here. All the time, subscribe. Lockdown Women's Basketball. Lockdown Women's Basketball is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks has an NBA daily fantasy game, considered the best prop game on the market. Why am I excited about Prize Picks? Because Prize Picks has WNBA daily fantasy too. Truly quality, quality of product. They offer any prop you can think of. Points, yardage, touchdowns, you name it. All of your users that deposit and use promo code NBA will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. As I understand it, the NBA is a terrific lead that helps you get through the WNBA offseason. So you can play, use promo code NBA, and get ready now for next spring as well and their WNBA games. Make sure you use promo code NBA. Go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePicks.com We got some stuff to talk about as it relates to Indiana. And I got to coach Terry Moran this morning. Really had a terrific conversation. I'll share that with you in a minute. But I just want to set the context for you, if I could. I tweeted last week that matchups matter, but there clearly aren't four better teams in the country than Indiana. And I said that on the heels of watching them dismantle Ryan Howard and the Kentucky Wildcats, 88-67. to A very impressive win. As impressive a win as anyone's had early on, with maybe the exception of Texas beating Stanford. But even that, that was a close one. That was a Vic Schaefer special. This was just a Kentucky couldn't run with Indiana. They've got a backcourt, and I referenced this stat with Coach, but it kind of blows my mind. Grace Berger and Allie Patberg both, both, have assist percentages north of 28%. Another way of thinking about that, they functionally, in a very real way, have two-point guards on the court at all times. It's a very WNBA feel to that offense. There's just a lot to love about this Indiana team. Just, just a lot. Mackenzie Holmes is efficient as can be. Very, very impressive. Across the board, Alexa Golby is much improved over last year, and she was already vital. Nicole Cardano-Hillary, the transfer from George Mason, she probably won't hit, you know, 
65% or whatever three-point shots that she's going to hit, but she didn't hit a lot of them. She's a terrific shooter. And so the net result is a team that shot about 28% from three last year is shooting 38% from three this year. A team that was averaging 103 points per 100 possessions, very good, top 30 in the country, is at 116.6 so far this year. And they haven't done it against a soft schedule. You know, we could talk about Norfolk State being limited, sure. But they also, they won at Butler, and they, like I said, beat Kentucky. And they won both of those games by more than 20 points, two power five wins. Nor does it get much easier in the near future. Quinnipiac, the matchup they have coming up tomorrow, if you're, if you're playing against a, a Coach Fabry team, you're in for a battle, and it's at Quinnipiac. Then they got Stanford, Miami, NC State, Penn State scored a ton of points early on. Ohio State's coming on the 12th of December. It doesn't get easier, but we're going to learn very early on just how good Indiana is. But the answer, folks, is they are very, very, very good. So, spend some time hearing what Coach Terry Moran had to tell me about her team. It's a very impressive team. It's a very impressive team. Has long been one of my favorite watches, and I just, I'll, I'll leave it here. Last year, Indiana reached the Elite Eight. There's nothing... I see on this team that is a step back from that team last year. There is continuity. There are players who got better. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. So without further ado, Coach Terry Moran, Indiana women's basketball, keep an eye out. One of my favorite teams to watch team that very well might be the last team standing. I'm Howard Meddahl, and this is Locked on Women's Basketball. How are we doing? Good. Go ahead and let maybe Howard and Haley unmute here. Or go ahead with questions whenever you guys Recording are in progress. Ready. Hey, Coach. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Um, I'm not even sure how to pronounce. Is it Quinnipiac? Okay, I was like, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Well, I know they're not a super flashy name, but, you know, they do have Coach Fabry, who's the winningest coach in their history. Um, and then they also have Mackenzie DeWeese, and she's averaging at least 15 points per game. So is there any anything else that you foresee causing you guys trouble on the road with them? Well, I mean, you know, you're talking about two teams. Norfolk also, you know, not being a flashy name, as you mentioned, but – Still coming in here and playing really hard um, and really challenge, challenging us defensively. Um, so, you know, fast forward to Guinnipiac, uh, excellent team, very well coached, disciplined team, a lot like us, you know, uh, defensively, sort of when I say that, um, you know, they're a bend but don't break. They're sort of vanilla. They just, they're just going to play 
hard on the ball, being being gaps, uh, rotate, very disciplined. Um, but but you know they got a lot of <clears throat> nice little nice nice not little nice players on their team. Um, they're they're pretty balanced. This is an older team. It's a veteran team, much like ours. Um, and so you know from their guard play to um, you know their the inside presence. I mean Michaela Morris is might be undersized. You know by you know six foot. I think. She's listed six foot six one, but really good around the rim. Um, and so, uh, you know, this is going to be a, a really good, another really good test force on the road um, against a very, very disciplined team that I think, if I'm not mistaken, they went to the Sweet 16 a couple years ago. I mean, this is a team that um, traditionally has won their league. Um, like I said, coach has been there for a while and has really established, you know, a culture. Um, of really kind of like us, blue collar, hardworking young ladies. And so this is, this is going to be a really, really good, um, another really good road test for us. Coach Howard McDowell here. Really good to chat with you. Um, I, I had a few big picture questions if I could, um, which I know it's mm-hmm. hard to kind of draw conclusions three games in. And I know it's before the Big Ten schedule even gears up. But, you know, this includes a couple of Power Five wins, including a top 25 win. And when you look at what you're doing, for instance, points per possession, you're well beyond the team last year, which was already one of the elite offensive teams. I just am wondering what you're seeing and how that's coming about so far. Well, uh Great question, and it's nice to meet you, Howard. Um, I think, one, we're veteran. I think that's helped. You know, I will say this, um, um, which a lot of kids are a lot of kids. A lot of coaches usually don't. Usually your defense is ahead of your offense. But I think right now, today, our offense is a little bit ahead of our, us where we were at defensively a year ago. And so um, what I've seen so far is us not be um, – as solid as I want us to be defensively right now. Um, and by that, I mean uh, by us guarding the ball better, uh, by us being in our high gaps and being a secondary defender, you know, being ready to rotate on the backside. Um, those are the things that we're seeing on film that a year ago, you know, when we, we say that we hang our hat on that side of the ball, we really hang our, our hat on that side of the ball. And so, my, if I've been frustrated by anything, it's probably that right now. I, I want us to catch up defensively to where we are offensively. Um, and again, we've had some really good possessions. Don't get me wrong. We've had good moments, but it's not consistent the way, um, you know, coach wants to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and so that's what I've seen so far. You know, certainly, um, you know, we've had, we've had different people step up. You know, Nikki obviously had a big game against Butler. Uh, you know, and then McKenzie, you know, have a big game against Kentucky and, um, you know, and so I think that's just going to be the, the, the sort of what you're going to see with this basketball team because we have all five players that can score, you know, Lex against Norfolk the other night, you know, scoring, uh, you know, having a double double. Um, and so that's a great thing. We're very balanced in the fact that all five of our, our starters can score. Uh, but, Personally, where I think we need to catch up is, as I think, the defensive end. We, we've got to get back to the identity of really uh, digging our he- heels into the in the into the floor and, and and just making a stance defensively. Is that where you think you can separate from some of the other elite offenses? You know, Iowa obviously uh, bringing everyone back from a team that was 
near the top, if not the very top, in terms of efficiency. Maryland set all kinds of records. But as you sort of think of the right. top of the Big Ten, is that where you need to be a difference maker? No doubt. No doubt about it. We, we have to be able to, um, you know, uh, really, like I said, make us, make a stand defensively, make a stance defensively. Um, because traditionally the Maryland's and the, the Iowa's, um, you know, are teams that are going to just always try to outscore you, which we're, we have a different mentality and we want our kids to think differently. Certainly you got to score. We, we understand that, but we feel like, if we can be really good on the Caitlin Clarks, if we can be, you know, really good on the Ashley, you know, Awusus, um, you know, the Diamond Millers, like if we can really limit them, not that they're not going to score, but if we can really limit them and make things hard on them, um, you know, can we get back in transition against a team like Maryland who just wants to make it a track, track meet? Um, you know, can, if we can do that, we can, we feel like we can score enough points but keep them certainly under what they like to do and that's score more points usually mm-hmm. than their opponent um, um and that's where we think we have an edge because our kids are wired differently in that respect and we've wired them differently to think that there's always going to be nights that maybe your shot doesn't fall but the one thing that we can always control and be really good at is what we do on the defensive end mm-hmm. and they, our kids believe that and so um and i think that's why we've had perhaps the success against the Iowa's not yet against Maryland, but certainly, you know, we were able to uh, figure out ways to beat Iowa twice last year at their place and here. Um, But it was certainly because of what we were able to do defensively. Coach, I've noticed after games and the press conferences, even though, you know, you guys shut down Norfolk State by 30 points, your group is still very humble and they always talk about what they need to work on um, more so rather than what they did really well. So has that mentality been instilled in them since they've walked into Assembly Hall? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, and that's what I love about them. I mean, there's there's a humility about this group and I think about our staff that we just want to go about our work and do it the right way. Uh, and hope that, you know, the things that we're doing, um, you know, behind the scenes, you know, whether it's in practice, whether it's up here in the offices, the extra work that we're willing to, to, to do, um, in a very humble way. You know, we, 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 you know, I want our kids always to have confidence when they step on the floor. Um, and as we always tell them, your, your confidence can only come from your work and they believe that. Um, but there's also a great humility about this group that understands we are still chasing, you know, whether it's the next win or chasing something bigger uh, than what we've we've been able to accomplish so far. I, I know you talked a lot about the defensive end, but I just was hoping to drill down into a couple of stats on the offensive side of things. One of them being that both Grace and Allie have uh, 28% or better assist percentage. Um, there's no other team in the country that has two guards who are essentially joint facilitators like that. And I'm wondering if that is related to another number we're seeing early on, which is that you guys are shooting 38% from three. Uh, and that's it, when you look at sort of the efficiency differences from last year where there's been sort of the biggest right. jump. Do you see those two as related? And how much has that uh, set your high floor for your offense? Yeah, you know, maybe. Um, I, I think, you know, one of the things we've always prided ourselves in, and, you know, we around here, we call it sharing the sugar. You know, we're a very – unselfish team 
um, that's always willing to, uh, we take great pride in, in extra, the extra pass, mm-hmm. uh, giving up a good shot for a great shot, ball movement, um, pretty basketball, you know, so we, we take a lot of pride in that. But I do think, Howard, that we're spending more intentional time inside of our practices, uh, you know, getting shots up. And I, when I say meaningful shots, I mean, there's a consequence if you don't, if you don't beat the clock, if you don't get the number, uh, just to try mm-hmm. to get them to focus. You know, I think sometimes when you, you have a shooting drill inside of your practice and there's no time, there's no uh, number that you have to reach. I think that's an opportunity for at least our players, I'm only speaking for us, to kind of check out. And that's where they need to really, uh, you know, focus because that's real game, right? And so um, – and then, and, and we got to be able to knock down those shots. You know, that's, that's one of the, our goals this, this season was to climb out of the, the high twenties, you know, from a year ago in our three point percentage. Um, and so I think, you know, our kids continue to put work in outside of practice, but also inside of our practice, we're making it more intentional about, all right, those shots we're getting up. There's, if we don't get it, we're going to run. So anytime that a, a, a sprint isn't, you know, involved and there are consequences, that will quickly get the, the attention of your players. Um, we do the same thing with free throws. And so, um, you know, they, they certainly have been working, you know, and, and we've made it, um, you know, very, uh, very clear that look, in, if, if we're going to, if we're going to beat the, the Iowa's and we're going to beat the Maryland's, we got to score. We got to figure out how to manufacture more points. Our three point percentage has to go up. Our free throw percentage has to go up. And certainly we got to hit layups. And, um, and so we, we've tried to keep it pretty simple, you know, for our group, but I really believe that those are the three things that could help us manufacture more points because I do think that our defense will always, uh, you know, hold serve for us in terms of what we will, we'll try to limit, you know, the other team in, in terms of making anything easy for them. Do either of you have anything else? I, I got one more if that's okay. I didn't want to. Yeah, uh... sure. Uh, yep. to hot coach the um the issue of Allie and grace at the next level just related to what we're talking about here the fact that they can find their own shot the fact that they can facilitate as well in a league where increasingly we're seeing multiple guards who are facilitators as well how big do you think that is for what they're going to be able to be at professional level well you know i think things that both of those young ladies have in common is their work ethic and that, that all of that hasn't um you know their game when i'm speaking of hasn't been because they just have showed up to to practice you know and you know they're very serious about their player development piece they both want to play at the next level um they both take care of ex- of their bodies, right? And I think make the, do the right things on and off the floor in order to give themselves a chance. And they realize that there's no guarantees that they'll, you know, be a draft pick. But what they, what, what the guarantee is, is that if you keep working, there's a, there's a chance, right? You can only give yourself a chance. And I think that's the way those two think about, you know, playing at the next level, but they also are very much in the moment right now and trying to lead us to, you know, our, our first, uh, you know, Big Ten championship, you know, uh, national championship. Um, and uh, I, I think that their their play does speak for themselves. So I think anybody that watches them appreciates how they go, how they how they play the game uh, and the fact that they both, uh, you know, 
can facilitate, but they both can go out and find their own shot as well. And they score in different ways. You know, Allie, they're such different players in terms of uh, what they're able to do, but still very much, um, you know, efficient in how they can score the ball for us. Uh, but one one of the things they do have in common, Howard, is they are ultra competitive. Everything to them is a game inside of a game. And um, and I think that's what sets the best, you know, the, the best from the best is is that just the, they're so competitive. Uh, and then in this, they have this unusual, extraordinary work ethic also. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. You too. Yeah.